Assalamu alaikum alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. You always have to be so extra, don't you? I know. Extra's my middle name. showing me off for no reason. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> How are you guys? I hope you're all well. I hope you are excited for our episode. And for Christmas. Not the actual Christmas, but the Christmas holiday. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> Just give me a day. Look. Wait, so when this comes out, it's going to be the last week of uh, 2023. Hang on, let me double check. Or is it going to be New Year's already? Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be the, end of, the end of December. Yeah, it's going to be 29th of December. Okay. Wow. So this will be our last podcast of 2023. Ah, that's great, great. Crazy. I can't believe we're actually I know. doing this. I know. Some people waited for ages, like to do, yeah. There was always years. an afterthought. It was like, oh, I should do it, I should do it. Yeah. Never did. But you yeah. know, we would have been one of the first people because we thought about this. We thought about this before podcast was even a thing. Yeah, like, even a thing. We were like, this would be perfect for us. Anyway, snooze, you lose. Here we are. <laughs> um, how are you today, Maris? Yeah, Alhamdulillah, I'm okay. Alhamdulillah, ala kulli hal. Firstly, mm-hmm. um, I've just realised I've been going to work. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of my work colleagues, you know, when you get through the door, you always get asked, oh, how are you, Maris? Yeah, You don't? No, no one cares about me. Oh, uh, okay. And also because I'm always late. Oh, Well, I'm late too. I'm like 10 minutes late all the time. All right, whatever. Everyone loves you, whatever. Let's <laughs> <laughs> <So> move on. <laughs> so, yeah. So <laughs> no one loves me. Okay, that's fine. Someone's got an attitude. <laughs> get the violins out, guys. Get the violins out. Whatever. Who cares? But yeah, so a work colleague came up to me and was like, oh, you're right, Marius. And I'm like, yeah, just tired. And then she was just like, oh, I hope you feel better. The next day, same thing. And she's like, why are you always tired? And I was like, you know what? I don't know. And I was like, no, I actually do know. It's because I go to sleep at 2 a.m. and I wake up for work the same day. And she was like, what? You go to sleep at 2 a.m.? I'm like, yeah, well, sometimes it's 3 a.m. She's like, what the hell do you do? And I was like, nothing. Like, literally nothing. I will be in my bed doing nothing. But it's a my me time. Yeah. And I realised that in a daytime, I don't have me time. You know, like when we were at uni, we were away from family and, you know, sometimes we'll be away from uni itself. So yeah. you could be in your room over the weekend by yourself yeah. to recharge. Whereas now it's just home, work, sleep, home, work, sleep. And I don't have time for myself. Yeah. And it's got to the point where now I'm like, no, I'm going to go to bed and, I, you know, I'm going to just stay up for a couple of hours just so that I can recharge. It's actually really common. A lot of people do it. I do it too. Really? I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Well, there it's it like, is. It's my, a lot of women do it, actually. So I can see that. Because yeah. it's women that do it. And it's the same thing where they say they feel like they've got no me time. Yep. So then they just sit up at night time. Baby's gone to bed or whoever's gone to bed. And they can sit there and they can do everything they mm. want to do. And you know that you're going to pay for it in the next yeah. day. You know you're going to suffer. But it's still very, very sweet. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, I would do it again and I would do it again. But then I realised it's got to a stage where I can't maintain this. Like, yeah. this is not... And I realised a month ago, I was regularly going to the gym. I yeah. was going to the gym two times, three times a week. And um, when I was going to the gym, I wouldn't go with anyone. Yeah. So I was sitting in a steam room and sauna for like 30 minutes. And you know when the women are talking, I'm like, leave me alone. Yeah. Oh, shut up. We are yeah. in a steam room. You can't see my face, but you're still yapping. Yeah. And I would just sit in a corner and I'd be quiet. Yeah. And I realised that when I was doing that and when I came home, you when I go, better? I, 100%, I would go home and I'll be much happier. I would go to bed on time. 
I'll wake up and I'll be, I won't be as tired as I am now, but my gym closed down, guys. So basically I'm trying to look for a ladies only gym. Yeah. And I can't find one. So I'm still looking, but yeah, moving on. How are you, Rasset? Uh, I'm feeling a lot better actually than I did last week. Thank God for that. Alhamdulillah. Yes, alhamdulillah. No ranting? No ranting today. No, no. <laughs> no, no. Alhamdulillah. I'm okay. I'm good today. Um, I, I've been thinking about what you said uh, last week about the, burnout. the whole burnout thing. Mm. And I was thinking maybe we should do like a series on our podcast, like a mental health series. Yeah. And like do like lots, lots of different topics. And then that way, like maybe every month we stick to a particular mental health topic. Mm, I like what do you guys think about that? Like we can have like stuff to do with abuse, stuff to do with like depression, anxiety, mm. stuff like that. I think we should do something like that because I'm I'm really interested in stuff like this anyway. Yeah, no, I'm hundred percent. Yeah, especially how, with the whole uh, burnout, I'm still figuring it out myself. How are you feeling now about it? Uh, I still feel the same. Um, yeah, but uh, I just say no now. You're saying no I, more often. I say no. Like at work, I say no. At home, I say no. And has that changed? Anything? That's helped a lot. And now I don't. You know, like before, like um, as soon as I left my boarding school, I remember I used to call everyone. Um, I used to check up on everyone. And I know that's a good trait and that's something that I should really go back to. Yeah. But I just felt like it's not something you can sustain. And if you if you do, then you need to have a break. And yeah. I don't, knowing myself, I just don't have those breaks. Yeah. Um, and it's only when there was a like something massive that now... I'm just like, no, I need to, I need to think about myself a bit more. Yeah. Um, and I think like you mentioned last time, you're talking about how it's very hard to keep filling people's batteries when no one's filling your own. Oh, 100%. And it's, it's, it's sad that we, we are in this society whereby, you know, what can we do? What can we do to change this? What, you know, how can we provide more support to one another mm, mm. so that people don't get to this point? Yeah. Right. Um, you know, like, do you think people who are in other countries have the same feeling? Mm. You know, I think a lot of our problems compared to other countries is petty. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I, compared to what they're going through. So I don't think that they have that, you know, that problem. I think like obviously um, I could imagine every mother around the whole world is carrying, you know, the whole load of the family on her shoulders. Oh, 100%. So I feel like we could relate to that because I think even back home, it's the same like that. It's yeah. the mother that's doing everything. The mother is, you know, she just gives birth. What yesterday she still be up, um, you know, making dinner. Oh, hundred percent. Like she has a C section, which is like yep. one of the most brutal surgeries. Yeah, yet she's expected to get up and look after a baby straight yep. after. But I think also it's, uh, you know, it's because even your own gender doesn't understand. I so, think women are the worst yeah, at this. I think so because you know, even like one of uh, a person that I know, um, they had twins and yeah. obviously when you've had c-section you're not allowed to carry anything yeah and you're not allowed to bend down like straight after your surgery and things like that you need to be basically bed rest yeah um and i remember her saying to me that um the first night and by the way this person has mental health issues yeah so they've got anxiety they've got depression on top of that and the first night she asked one of the midwives, oh, because um, the babies were crying. Two of the babies were crying at the same time. Imagine, like, it'd be crazy enough just for one baby to cry, but two babies. And it's her first 
set of kids, basically. Yeah. And the midwife just huffed and puffed and said, this is not my job. Oh, wow. Imagine no, all she not. needed was the midwife just to pick the baby up and both babies and give it to her. That's all she was asking for. No, I remember I had my daughter during COVID. I had the worst pregnancy, the worst delivery. And then I was stuck in a ward by myself with no one's allowed to visit me. I was mm. in a room by myself. And I remember my little one, there were like issues. They were worried about her heart and this and that. And I was really like unwell after um, after my delivery. Mm. And I could barely get up. I could barely do anything. And they were so... Flipping useless. And what really upset me was the fact that they wouldn't let anyone in. They wouldn't mm. let anyone in to help. And I was like, if you're, why, why are there all these rules and regulations punishing women? The only people who have been punished is women. And every single time I would like speak to Lord Burbank, every time I talked to him, I would just get really angry. And I felt really, really resentful towards him because I was like, look at you sitting there munching chicken at home. And I'm sitting here like mm. could barely shit. Can't do anything. I've, I'm supposed to be looking after this baby when I've literally just gone through something so traumatic and so mm. awful. They don't realise what you're going through is such a big trauma to your, to your body. Trauma. And you know, it's non-stop for women. It is yeah. really non-stop because I think it starts from when we're young, right? From when you're young, there's always things that a, a woman is meant to do that a man is not meant to do, uh-huh. isn't it? Uh-huh. There's certain expectations that women are supposed to have that, that men, there's not that same expectation for them. A woman is meant to be thinking about everyone else. From a young age, you're meant mm. to be thinking, you're meant to be the caring one. All the stuff that you're taught is about caring and looking after other people. Whereas a man, it's all about his ambition and what he can do. Yep. What he, like the other day, right? Like I was feeling some type of way. I was having one of those days where I just felt really angry and really upset and whatever kind of thing. And I think a lot of, I've heard so many women talk about this, both on social media and in real life. You feel like, you feel overstimulated, right? Mm. Because everyone wants something, yep. right? And at last week, I remember I was unwell. And then this person wants this, this person wants that, this person. And I was like, you know what? Everyone just needs to leave me the hell alone. Mm. Leave me alone. I just want to be unwell and recover in peace. Mm. When a man is unwell, they just go to bed. They don't think they about it. don't have to think about oh, it. Yeah. yeah, it's like Feeding, a no-brainer. Yeah. Whereas as a woman, you're still meant to care about everyone else and what everyone else is doing. And I remember I had a huge run at Lord Burbank. I think he asked me something really stupid, like, oh, what are we eating today? And I just lost it. Mm. And I was just like, why does everyone always ask me what's for dinner? But no one ever asks me, have you eaten? Yeah. You know, no, no one ever worries about my food. The only person who cares actually is my mom. You know, subhanAllah. That's it. Yeah, the subhanallah. only person who asks me, what have you eaten, is my mom. Yes, yeah, subhanAllah. You know what? That gets no me so else. emotional yeah. because, you know, even like with my friend, um, she told me when she was giving birth and this really, I, 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 I cried when she told me this because it just shows you how amazing moms are. But she gave birth and she had a dramatic uh, delivery and um, everyone just wanted to come and see the baby, take pictures with the baby, everything. And then her mum came in and she cried and she goes, how's my baby? She totally forgot about the grandchild. And she came and she goes, Maris, like, I literally broke down like a baby. Like, I literally broke down. And he's just like, and that is exactly why nowadays, if my mum says, you know, if she asks for anything, I would never say no to my mum. Yeah. Because I know that if my battery is zero, she's the only one that will fill it up. And she will feel her. She will give. Uh, she will hers. empty her own she will battery. Empty to give it. To you. She will empty it. No, 100%. And I'm thinking, I'm so sorry. All all those times where either I failed on something or something really dramatic happened to me, it's my mum that's there. 100%. No one else yeah. is. Yeah. And that's when I realise that yeah, it's really you know, mashallah, like you know, give to everyone and all of that. But and I do when I have that energy 
So, you know, when I have that energy, I will do it and I will, you know, that saying when they say that when you do a good day, deed, chuck it in a sea. Yeah. So I tried, I'm trying to implement that. Yeah. Um, but that I would only do that if my battery is at least 10%. Yeah. One of my friends told me this ages ago. You know who you are. <laughs> and I've kind of held on to it for like ever. And I think it actually changed my life. But basically she was saying how like every single person in your life has a huck on your time, mm. has a right on your time. So like your parents has a right, have a right in your time. And, you know, your friends have a right in your time. Your dean has a right in your time. You know, like your, you know, your education, your studies have a right on mm. your time, et cetera, et cetera. She was like, what you need to do is you need to start forming loads of circles. Oh, yeah. And uh, what's it called? You put uh, in the central circle is the thing that, you know, the, the people who are the most important that needs your time. They're the priority. Mm. Right. Because what I often hear is people who are like they are there for everybody else. And then when it comes to being there for the family, because they know they love them unconditionally, they then take up their anger on their family because uh-huh. they don't have anything to mm. give. And I'm guilty of that, too. Right. But actually, we need to reprogram it. What we need to do is we say no. The people who are going to get the most love and the most care are these particular people. Mm. And then the outer circle, so the next circle up, then it's the next people, yep. then it's the next people, then it's the next people, et cetera, et cetera. Does mm. that make sense? No, 100%. So when I started using that logistic, I actually realized what we do is we tend to do it backwards where we give help to someone who's not even that important. And then when you're on your deathbed, they're not there for you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And mm. then we're upset about it. Now, obviously mm. you're supposed to be doing things from a good heart. But if you don't have anything to give in the first place, like... Yep. Why are you wasting energy on that? Because then what happens is the people who deserve more of your right of time, yeah. more of your right of effort, you're not giving it to oh, them. Oh, 100%. Do you know what I mean? They always say that um, if you want to see a person's true character, go and speak to their family. Yeah. And that is 100%. That's why ever since, you know, someone said that to me, I always go home and I look at my sisters and I look at my brother and I look at my nephew and my mom and I'm like, and I'm like, Alhamdulillah, you know what? They're happy with me. Yeah. You know what? Even though like I'm always at home doing stuff, they're happy. Yeah. So I 100% agree with you. Like figure out your inner circle and then go out. And you, it's more easy to say no to other yeah. people. Yeah. Because then you're like, because if you're like, for example, your mom wants you to go pick up something from this place, right? And then some random friend is expecting you to drop them off at the airport. I'm so sorry. Me going to pick up my mom's thing is more important. 100%. It will always take priority no matter how stupid it is. Yeah. Right. And you know, the people. You can find someone else. Yeah. The real people, your real friends, if they know that your mum means a lot to you, they'll know. If you said that to me, I'll be like, yeah, Russell, 100% yeah. go to your mum. Like, yeah, you know? exactly. But I, when I was in my 20s, I had a lot of problems. Yeah. Friends that never understood that. Yeah. And they always used to lash out at me saying to me that, you know, you're always at home. You're always doing stuff. Can you believe it? Are you always doing stuff for your mum? You need to have a healthy boundary with you and your mom oh my god that annoys me so much i'm so sorry there's no boundaries with your mom i refuse i don't i disagree i don't care you know what unless your mom is physically or like abusing you or like you know doing something really bad to you person who's the most deserving is your mom and oh you know subhanallah it's crazy i always thought that i knew that my mom was important but i never realized just how important she was until i gave birth and had a kid subhanallah because the level of selflessness that you need to have to be a mother mm. is crazy. Like the other day, you know, I told you guys last week I was sick. My little one, she was coughing, coughing, coughing. And obviously I told you guys I'm immunocompromised. I'm not technically meant to be around anyone who's sick because mm. then I get even more sicker. But just because she was coughing, 
I knew there's not even a doubt in my mind. Of course, I'm going to be sitting there looking after her. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There's not even, it's not even up for debate. Okay. Yes. I'm probably going to be sicker than her. Okay. Yes. It's probably going to take me a long recovery. Right. But it was a no brainer for me. Does that make sense? Mm. Like the only person who will sit there and make the eye for you endlessly is your mom. No one else is going to make the eye for you like that. I refuse to believe. And waking up, like my mom wakes up for hundred for me. Yeah. I don't wake up for myself. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Right? And that's... I remember when friends, like... There was friends that even, like, cut me off or whatever. Which I really? don't... Yeah, which I don't no, care about. No, they did you a favour. They did me a favour. Yeah, and I'm just thinking... Yeah, I was like, I'm not... I'm sorry, I'm going to be doing... So. And I'm so sorry. My mum, she raised me as a single parent. She came to this country not knowing any English, raising five children on her own, didn't know what to do, Right? This is my time to retire my mom. Oh, 100%. And I don't care if there's anyone that has a problem with that. If you have yeah. a problem with that, salamu alaikum. I yeah. don't care. I'm, you know what? I'm not going to even explain to you. And I didn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 100%. And you know, it's so funny because your moms do always tell you that you'll never understand until you have a child of your own. I know. I think if you feel like your batteries are empty, you need to go back and reevaluate. Have a look at where you're spending your time. Who are you giving mm, your time to? 100%. Do you know what I mean? Who, is, who are you giving priority over? Because... Yep. Most of the time, you're prioritizing the wrong people. Uh-huh. Every single person who's ever sat here and said to me, you know, I'm really tired. I'm giving, giving, giving. It's like, who are you giving to? Yeah. Who are you giving it to? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, who is the person that's zapping it all out of you? Once we had um, little Chip, because she's very, very hyper and will take up a lot of energy. And what we do was sometimes we'll take it in turns to make sure that we each have me time because mm-hmm. you have to have me time. And I've made like a really strict rule about me time now. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what's happening in the world... Don't call me. Don't talk to me. You have to look after her now. Mm. I need this time for myself. Mm -mm. But one thing I also adopted was the percentage rule thing. So I would say to him, I'm on 10%. Like just to warn him that I'm getting close to this percentage. And we had like a deal. Once you start hitting like the 10 percentages, someone needs to step in and do something about it because you're alerting them and you're letting them know Mm. I'm losing my fuse. I'm going to blow. That's very clever. Because prior to that, I was having all these crazy outbursts because I was so overwhelmed and I was so burnt out. Do you know what I mean? Mm, I was mm. so burnt out. Every couple of days I'm getting angry, I'm screaming, I'm shouting, I'm crying. And subhanAllah, like the other day I was thinking, I was like, this is why our parents were always upset. I used to wonder why is, oh, for God's sake, why is mom getting upset about this random little thing? Why is she upset because her plate broke? That doesn't make any sense. No, she's upset because... That plate broke. She's the only one who buys plates. Yeah. She's the only one who does this. Yes, Subhanallah. You know, it's so weird that you mentioned plates because I remember when I used to wash up and I used to be so scared because I gave her a broken plate. Yeah, she's going to get so... She's going to get the cups. It's, yeah. it's like, you think it's such an overreaction, right? And like, now, I get why mums were particularly angry on weekends. I never used to get it before. Yeah. I never used to get it. But now I get it. It's because you're at home the whole day with... Stupid kids who are overstimulating you. Yeah. You've had enough. All you have to do is think about this person, think about this person. This person has a need. This person has a need. They just take, 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 yep. take. And that's what that's what kids do when they're younger. And I think that's why now it's our turn to give back. 100%. I was thinking about this and I realized something. I think particularly today, we are even more overstimulated because of the society that we live in at the moment. I think we touched on this last week when we we're talking about, you know, comparing the Palestinian people and how they're behaving, even though they're going through something really awful, Mm. they don't have that selfishness within them. Whereas us as a society, we're all very selfish. Like, do you know what I mean? Really selfish. I remember 
Um, we mentioned COVID last time. Do you remember that old granny who was pushed because someone wanted to take the last toilet roll yeah. paper or was it water yeah. or something like that? They pushed yeah. the old granny. It was in a video on, on social media. Imagine if it, our uh, mum knew that. They would hit us. They would back us. Can you imagine? Yeah. yeah, can you that imagine being that dis- disrespectful that you push an old lady? Old lady, exactly. Um, and I was like thinking about this and also because I mentioned before, I watch a lot of Korean shows where when people are in like the islands or they're like in the countrysides, their behavior is not like that as mm. much. And I think even in this country, in the countrysides, like when we were up north, it was a lot less brutal than in London, I mm. think, in I, some sense. Yeah, no, 100%. Even like uh, the other day I was speaking to my mom and, you know, back home, yeah. everyone knows everyone. Yeah, Everyone knows everyone. Whereas in London... Someone could be like a 20 minute drive from you, but you don't have time to see that person. No. You don't have that community like mindset as you, you know, people back home. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's why we've become more selfish. I it's think because so. Because this is my house. You know, I have a husband, I have children. I don't care. That's my family. It's me, 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 me. Yeah, it's yeah. me, me, me. It's not our fa- And it's so bizarre because that concept of this is my family, this is ours, doesn't exist back home. It doesn't mm, exist. No, because it doesn't. The family ties are there. And I think this is why as a society, we all have mental health issues now. It's so funny because growing up, I hated back home, not going to lie. I think a lot of people did. They were like, oh, but actually they've got the formula much more correct than we do. Mm. Someone posted this on social media. They were talking about how the one thing that the West is missing, of course, there's loads of things, but particularly is that sense of community. They don't, they don't understand it and they don't realise the fruits that they're missing out on. Mm. So like this one girl was saying how when she goes back home, on the road that she lives in, majority of the people there are her family members anyway, mm. right? One person will cook and everyone can gather and eat together. Yeah, or, you know, yeah. everyone will bring food together. You're never really alone. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Whereas in this country, you hear stories like, do you remember, I think it was a U- New York or something. There was a lady who died for like three years. No, was this in, was in England, in London. No, there was another person who lived in one of the blocks in, in New York. No, okay. But and this one was um, in three years and it was because of COVID and she died on her birthday. No, no, no. This was pre-COVID. This was pre-COVID. Oh, okay. There was this lady who passed away and um, no one knew that they died. And the way that they realised it was something really weird, like, Someone was coming to collect a bill or something like that that hadn't been paid, but they were like bailiffs, bailiffs or something like yeah. that, right? And then they realise it smells like it stinks mm. here and stuff like that. And then they opened the door down because they saw like there was lots of like letters and stuff outside and there was all this stuff. And I was thinking, all these people, subhanAllah, like they will pass this place. Did no one think to hang on? Hang on a second. Let me check on this lady. Yeah. Like, Especially your neighbour. Like, yeah, I and know she had where my neighbours are. The worst was she had kids. Wow. She wasn't alone. She had kids. Oh, wow. Okay, no, this is a different story. They've become estranged. Well, like, it's become my biggest fear. My yeah. biggest fear. I remember like, you used to say to me, yeah. like, loneliness is your biggest fear. And I never used to understand. I'm like, yeah, we just want everyone to just piss off, really, because I'm sick and tired of people. But honestly, it was when I heard about that lady who died um, somewhere in northwest uh, London or somewhere, and um, she wasn't found um, until three years later. And the sad thing is, um, when they broke down the door and they found her... She had birthday balloons. Oh, so it was like no. she died on her birthday. And she wasn't even old. She was, she was like 40s, in her 40s. Wow. And she was working, forget that, she was working in HR. And they didn't even clock. They were still giving her salary. Can you imagine? You're just a number guy. Yeah, they are giving her salary. And then afterwards they stopped. And then they were, um, uh, the council was um, like hounding her uh, by like letters, like because of rent. Can you imagine? What kind of sick world are we living in that the only way people know you've died if yeah. you're in a house is when people come in to collect your tax? Tax, exactly. Like literally, like HMRC is your lifeline, really. Your lifeline, exactly. Can you believe it? It's sick. And the saddest thing was, um, you know, people started to look at her, like her Facebook, just to see how she was. Yeah. But she was the type of person that never had friends. 
Wow. Yeah, on her Facebook. Do you, do you think you're a good neighbour? Like, do you think that your neighbours will notice if you don't come out? Um, so I have a um, 84-year-old neighbour on my left-hand side called Sylvie, who yeah. I always, always, you know, talk to. Yeah. So she definitely will find out if anything happened to me. Yeah. Uh, and, and same, we'll always check up on her. And she's quite, like... I like it. She's quite nosy. Yeah. So she knows. It comes to your advantage. Yeah, it does. Because she knows what's what's happening on the road. We've got a really good bond. Yeah. So yeah, 100% me, yeah. I don't think I'm a good neighbour at all. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not. I'm going to be honest. Like, I think, because I just don't like talking to people and I don't like people in my business. Yeah, but I saw you so, got like a Christmas card the other day. No, but you know, I keep getting this Christmas card and it's like addressed to someone called Trevor. Oh, who, like, okay, let me tell you, let me tell you guys oh the story. Oh my God, really? So every year, every year we get a Christmas card, right? <laughs> and it's basically addressed to the person who used to live here before us. Oh my God, that's so bad. It's so bad because on two fronts it's bad. Because number one, have they not realised that Trevor's left? Like it's been three years. Oh my God. You, you, haven't look, seen... you know what? I'm not going to lie though. If you was a man, I could imagine you being called Trevor. How dare you? Look, you. <laughs> you look like a Trevor. How dare you? <laughs> I'm trying to think who's called Trevor now. Okay, he's, he's all right looking actually. He's yeah, not there you bad. go. But when I think of Trevor, I think of a bold white man. How dare you? <laughs> Take that back now. Whatever. I'm Take gonna, it back. I'm so sorry. I'm going to start calling you Trevor from now on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I imagine you'd be called Albert. Albert's better than Trevor. No, I'd rather be called Trevor. No, sorry guys. You know Albert's come back in fashion, by the way. Wait, wait. Uh, Babies are called Albie. Uh, okay, whatever. They're not yeah. called Trevor, are they? Eugene. <gasps> you're Eugene! Oh my God, I hate that Oh name. my God, yes, you're Eugene. Okay, right. Anyway, so, so they keep sending us this Christmas card every single year to someone called Trevor. Trevor was the guy who used to live before us. And the only reason why we know that is because of his letters keep still keep coming here. And I'm just like, wait, you are a really crap in two ways. You are a terrible neighbour because one, you don't even realise that Trevor's gone. Like you haven't seen Trevor for three years. How close were you actually to Trevor? Because till now, you still don't know that Trevor's gone. And two, how rude. You didn't even notice that we're here. <laughs> like, we're That's whole, actually so bad. We're like a whole Muslim family. And like our road doesn't have like other Muslims, right? And it's like, we're our hijabi. Hijabi Trevor. Yeah, and like we've got a little baby as well. We make a lot of noise. So how dare you? Did so you not want... Two fronts. Did you not... Because I saw the Christmas card on your table and I was like, oh, someone sent you a Christmas card. And you're like, yeah, the neighbour. So yeah. did you not go and correct them at all? No, I can't be asked. Don't care. And how they many they can't bother to come and check if Trevor's here. So why the hell should oh I care God. about going to look for them? I don't give a shit. That's their problem. Well, Keep there you wasting go. their paper. There you go. There you go, guys. So yeah. that's how um, Russ it is to a neighbour. I'm not a good neighbour. I don't think... I don't but, think well, I'm before. not a harmful neighbour. But before? What do you mean? When you lived in your last... I So I'm the kind of neighbour who just minds my business. I completely mind my business. If I see something, like one of the neighbours left the lights on in the car, uh-huh. I did go and knock and tell them, by the way, you've left the lights on. Uh, I'm just not the type who would be like, hey, how's this person? Let's catch up. Da, 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 da. If I oh. see you on the road, I'll say hi, hi. I just keep a really, like, I keep a distance. Yeah. Which I think is a good thing, but also a bad thing. Yeah, it's a good thing and a bad thing because then if it's, you know, if you go missing or something happens to you. No one will know. No one will know. Or I, if something happens to you, like, okay, they will tell you things like, you know, your lights, um, you know, it, there's light on in your car. But like, if something else was happening, they wouldn't. Do you, do you give food to your neighbours? Um, yeah, I give food or like chocolates or like, my neighbour always share my cake with her. Really? I'm much of, I'm like that. I know that even if I move out from my house, um, I'm definitely going to invite my neighbours to my wedding. Really? Oh my God, yes. I have to have oh, Sylvie. So I have to have Sylvie there. No, I think for me, I just, um, 
because I like like minding my business, I seem to always attract the nosiest. <laughs> sorry. Clearly, clearly, the nosiest people ever. Like I feel like maybe because I'm so like you can't know anything about me. Yeah, people are more like. I want to know more about you. And the irony is I've done a podcast. Oh, oh, God. Imagine, oh, oh, oh. imagine. Oh, God. And I know there's some people on here who are just listening because they want to know the tea. Yeah, right? there you go. But you keep listening because you're making our downloads go up and I don't get <laughs> Right. <laughs> but no, honestly, I think it's important though, Russell, No, no, I agree. Because... I agree. You know, every Ramadan I have the same dilemma, right? Yeah. Look how bad I am, guys, right? I'm, I'm baiting myself up. Everyone will have the same dilemma. We're like, oh, I really should make some food for my neighbours. Then I'm like, mm, I can't even bother to make food for my husband and my child. How the hell am I going to make food for my neighbour? I, like, I haven't even made food for my own mum. Why am I going to make food for these damn idiots? Like, I can't mm. be bothered. You don't but need then, to make food. You can give, like, chocolates. That's what I do most of the time. Chocolates I don't do, I don't or, even do that. or fruits or whatever. I've given cupcakes once. There you go. Your when I first, cupcakes are amazing. But yeah. I gave it to them because my neighbour basically, like, remember when I was an Amazon person, which, by the way, guys, I've managed to keep up my Amazon ting. Mm. There's been no Amazon package for me for a long time. Wow, that's which amazing. Which is, literally, Impressive. guys, biggest achievement. Wow. Wow, it is a I thing. have a disease. But anyway, so literally all my Amazon packages used to go to my neighbour. That's why I made her cupcakes in the end, because oh, I felt really bad. That's good. But if she hadn't been taking my, my packages, I probably wouldn't have. Yeah, but you know what? Like, um, now I'm becoming more... I think my sister's better than me. My sister, yeah. everyone knows her in the street. Yeah. Like, she's very, very bubbly, and I'm not like that. The thing is, uh, so something I, keep daydreaming, something I keep daydreaming about is, like, leaving this country and going to, like somewhere rural in another country that's a Muslim country. This is like my dream, yeah? To go to some rural area that's like a Muslim country where there's like a small community and we can like, you know, live together and da-da-da-da. And then I realised I just, my personality just doesn't suit. I could just imagine me being the Grinch in that town. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, I could just imagine me being the Grinch in that town. No, I don't think you would. I don't think you would. I think maybe it's your neighbour's issue. Maybe, come on, Trevor. That would piss me off. I found it funny. It was it, hilarious. That, that would piss me off. Like if she if she said like um, Aisha, you know, like I would have been like, okay, at least she's halfway there. Maybe Lord Burbank looks like Trevor. Maybe. But maybe he thinks Trevor's reverted to Islam and's got some <laughs> got a hijabi wife hijabi, now. There and, you uh, go. You know, he's become a Muslim. Maybe that's there why. There you go. It's just this whole time we imagine she's like, oh look at Trevor. Oh, there he goes again. Oh, he's quite a little one now. Like <laughs> yeah. that ain't Trevor, love. I could imagine you having a house on a hill. Oh, yeah. In a villa. Yeah. Where would your dream house be? What, country-wise? Just in general. Like, if you were to have your dream kind of location, dream area, like, what? where would it be? Like, would you live in, near the mountains or would you live near, oh, near the, the sea? sea. Definitely near the, sea. Near, near the beach. Yeah. And somewhere really hot because I get so depressed when it starts raining. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, a place where it's above 30 degrees, 35 yeah. degrees. Yeah. I think I would love the island life. Yeah. I think I want to live in an island somewhere. I think definitely. I think I think I just want to get enough money and get out of this country because I just can't. I can't do it anymore. I can't deal with the rat race anymore, man. If you were to go to Ireland, let's yeah. just say, I'll ask you a question now. Yeah. If you were to go to Ireland and you were only allowed to bring one person, person or one object, what would it be? What person or object? Yeah. Or I'll go on person. person I go on. Go on. I bring go my on mom. Then. Okay. Yeah. Forget all these other wastebands. Okay. I bring my mum. You do know Mini Chip is here. You know yeah, I don't Baby care. Chip is right here. I don't care. She's going to leave She's actually really person. good. She's been um, really good today. Yeah. So I would, I would, um, say mashallah. Mashallah. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spit on her. <laughs> Sick and tired of Hasid. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Good girl. Um, yeah. By the way, guys. Yeah. We need to talk about this. Yeah. Since we've started uploading, have you know, we've been feeling unwell every time we want to record. 
Yeah, yeah. there's always issues. Someone say, mashallah. All of you say, mashallah, Allah Because we're getting it from somewhere. She's having issues with editing. I, and issue, having issues and then when we meet up, house, we're like fatigued. And, and we're like, well, the whole day. But the second we get here, we're ready to record. All of a sudden, we just can't do it or whatever. So if you want this quality content to keep coming, <laughs> you take your hasid and say, Allahumma barik. <laughs> anyway. I love it. It's not any of them. <laughs> it probably isn't, to be honest. But whoever is there. Anyway. Um, back to your question, Russet. Back to my question. Who would I take? I'll take mom, 100%. And what object? Um, what would I take? Uh, my yoga mat. Oh, mashallah. What would you take? So I would take my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and object. What object would I take? I think I would take my Nutribullet. <laughs> because I would just blend fruit and just live off fruit. Oh, I've, I thought Juice. of a better one. No, Go no, on. no. Yorkshire tea bags. Oh. But where are you going to get a kettle from? It doesn't matter. I can boil water. Where are you going to Where am water? I going to get Yorkshire tea well, from? That's... No, I'm not going to live on an island and what I've got no, no food. No, you're have... the kind of island where there's nothing, yeah, nothing there. Nothing. You build from scratch. Oh, I'm not taking my mum then. I thought we're going to island life. We're living the high life. Not no, no, going no. going to struggle. No, you're going no, to struggle. No, I'm not taking my mum with me. What do you mean you're not going to take your mum with no, me? No, because she's going to struggle. And also, she's a liability. Sorry, mum. <laughs> <laughs> so, what would you take then? I need someone who's useful. Yeah, we need someone who's useful. Yeah, my mum might be useful. Okay, let's drop her. I would take my brother. Okay. The the youngest one. Why? I'd take him. Because he's so basically I think I'm the brains. Yeah. But I need the brawn. Does that make sense? Okay. I think if I were my husband, I think I'll kill him if I was just stuck with him. So mm-hmm. I'd rather miss him from far and have that romantic story where I'm like, Oh, my husband than <laughs> have him there and I'll probably kill him at the end of it. So <laughs> You have something to eat and dinner. <laughs> Someone take him, no way. Uh, I'll probably take my brother. And we get on well. We both have the same agreement of me time. I can imagine just being like, okay, can you just go away now? He'll be like, yep, I'm gone. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? We're both as weird as each other. So I'll probably take my younger brother. Yeah, no, actually, I wouldn't take my mum. I'll take my sister. Why wouldn't you take your mum? No, I wouldn't because as... She's a liability. She's a liability. Exactly. She's going to be looking at me there, saying like... Princess, you're going to be carrying yeah. everything. Oh, oh yeah. No. My mum's so bougie. Can you imagine? You're trying to cut a tree down. You're like... You're like, mum, can you help with this? Oh, no, 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 my back, my back. Yeah, oh, yeah. no, 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 no mummy, no, we don't no, have time no, no. for We're going to be dying in and 24 hours. Diabetic. Yeah, exactly. Ah! That's it. She's going to be dying within 24 hours. I don't need the stress. Sorry, mum. She's going to make you swim to get her insulin. Mummy, I will take you if we're going to luxury. If we're going <laughs> yeah. for struggle, you've struggled enough. <laughs> yeah, no. exactly. Exactly. You struggled enough. Exactly. You can sit and make that out for me. Yeah. No, I'll take my sister because my sister could make a meal out of nothing. Oh, definitely. Your and, sister's amazing. Yeah, and not only that, she she's the type of person that, mashallah, and you know, I feel like this is the quality that will take her to Jannah is that. She's so humble. She is, yeah. She's the most humble person that Definitely. I know. Like, if she's sleeping on a floor, she'll be happy. You know, she she makes... The thing is, yeah. though, she will be happy, but if she's with you, yeah. she's going to complain about it. No, but then she's going to be the type of person that would, like, I would go and catch be, the I fish. imagine her throwing then, a tantrum and be like... Oh, yeah, her <laughs> menopausal tam- tantrums. Oh, gosh, <laughs> let's not start on that. But, yeah, no... Oh, yeah, I would take her because she's very. Oh, I've just realised my useful. brother's also got diabetes. He's also. Oh, yeah, he's going to die within 24 hours then. Where are you going to get insulin from? Who am I going to take then? You're going to take Mini Chip. Look, she's sitting here quietly. Hell no. Look, she's just eating cookies. Actually, no, I'll take She's actually so take cute. You. Should we go together? Do you want to yeah. go to Ireland, Baby Chip? Yeah. Go and say yes. We'll build a new life. Actually, yeah, I would take Little Chip. Why not? I'll take her. Because I think it will kill me to be away from her, actually. I'm, I take the make out of her a lot. Yeah. But I can't live without her. Yeah. I'll lose it. No, I can imagine you taking mini chip. Yeah, I'll probably take mini chip in the end. Everyone else is a liability. <laughs> yeah, I'm a liability. Who am I kidding? I don't I'm know. the biggest liability. 
What are we going to get your medication? Is that you really like, ah, my I joy. It I'm going to be like, you know, Russet, come on, we need to walk. No, I can't. I need 45 minutes till my joints work. <laughs> Oh, we're getting attacked. Yeah. I can't go. I have to sit here and wait for my joints. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no. I'm no. a liability. Let's be real. Anyway, so, guys, uh, this last episode, like I said, for the new year. Uh, you guys looking forward to the new year? Are you looking forward to the new year? Um, No. Why? I don't know. I just, I don't know. I always look I forward just, to New Year. No, man. I don't. It's like I'll, New Year, New Me. No, no. I always feel like am I on the list of the Angel of Death? Am I in his list? Had to take it down there, didn't you? Yeah, no, but you know, honestly, you know every I, year I still think that um, it's actually a good habit. Like it's a good habit to reinforce. Like at the end of the year, reflect, reflecting on. Dean is all about reflecting. Are you happy with? Um, do you think? Do you think twenty twenty three was a good year for you? I would say yes. Yeah, because I went to Umrah for the first time. Oh yeah, yeah. So alhamdulillah, I've been wanting to go for the last fifteen. I think you're years. the you're the one of the people who have really wanted. To, yeah, to go literally, it's been on my du'as list for fifteen years. Yeah. Alhamdulillah, it, I've I went. So I think yeah, it's been a good year. It's for been you. a good. It's been an amazing year, and yeah, I've learned a lot about myself. And yeah, good year overall. Yeah, but I'm just scared of 2024. Why? I don't know. It's gonna be World War Three, guys. No, no. Inshallah, inshallah. Let's think positive. No, Try I think be if there's a World War Free, there's a World War Free. Can you do? Yeah, just have to make the most of it. Make the most of live, it. Yeah. Live, as you can now, guys. Yep, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I actually like 2023, even though it was actually a really challenging. Yeah, a lot of like challenging things happened. 2023 was a good year overall. I'm um, I'm quite happy with with where I'm at. Um, I um I don't know whether this is relevant now, but basically there was a time when I was feeling really crap in the year, mm. and I was feeling really rubbish about myself, and I was having like really bad anxiety um you know having panic attacks and things like that and what I did was I'm not a journaling person at Mm. all you know that about me I just don't do that at all and there was one particular day where I was having like lots of thoughts racing through my head I couldn't sleep I couldn't do anything couldn't function had lots of brain fog Mm. so what I decided to do was I decided to write down all my thoughts on a piece of paper Mm. yeah and I was like, what's the, what do I feel like right now? And mm. I was like, I feel sad. Why do I feel sad? Because I'm anxious, because I'm this, because I'm this. Oh, okay. And then I kept going, kept going, kept going, like spider diagrams as to trying to figure out what is my issues? Mm. What can I do about it? Because I'm, I'm a practical person. Mm. I'm not the type of person who could sit and dwell in emotions for too long. I don't know how to process emotions very well. I'm a bit like a guy, aren't I? Mm. Um, Anyway, so um, I remember that night I was so emotional, so upset. I just wrote down everything, everything I was feeling. I offloaded onto that piece of paper. Mm. Yeah. And one of the things I was saying was, you know, I'm a crap parent. Why am I a crap parent? Because my daughter was still using the dummy. My daughter isn't potty trained because of this, because of the sleeping issue, because of whatever kind of Mm. thing. And I did, you know, work wise. Why am I so crap at my job? Because I'm not good at this. I don't know this, blah, 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 blah. All the reasons why I'm a crap wife. All the reasons why I'm a crap Muslim. All the reasons why I'm crap, 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 crap. So every single feeling I felt. And then what I did was at the end of it, I wrote, okay, so what am I going to do? What's my action plan? How am I going to change this? Mm. Yeah. So I made like a list of everything I wanted to do within each category. Yeah. So what do I want to do to make me a better mum? Well, I'm going to potty train my kid. I'm going to get her off the dummy. I'm going to help her with her sleep routine. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do... So I had actual action points for me to do Mm. for each category right work what am I going to do I'm going to do more revision I'm going to do more this whatever anyway 
So I did all of that. And at the time, when I looked at all the stuff I had to do, I felt like this was the biggest mountain to climb. And I thought, you know what? I'm never going to be able to achieve any of this. Mm. So I did this back in June after my operation. Was it July? July. July after my operation. That's when I felt my lowest that I've felt this year. And I went through each category. And there's still some categories that I haven't managed to tick off. But for majority of the stuff that was giving me the most anxiety, I've managed to tick off most of them. Well, mashallah. So like, alhamdulillah, like with, you know, why am I such a shit mom? I'm sure there's lots of other reasons why I'm a shit mom now. Mm. But <laughs> for that particular time and period, I've, you know, ticked off majority of the stuff that were on there. And the ones that I haven't, I've readjusted the goal to something else. So the action plan didn't work the way it was supposed to. Like for yeah. example, her sleeping habits at the moment, I'm still trying to work on that. But, you know, my action plan, I did it, but I wasn't successful. So mm. now I'm trying a different action plan. So what I would recommend, uh, I would recommend for other people to try doing that and see if that helps you. Because for mm. me, it made a big difference. What was the most satisfying thing was crossing out that yeah. bit that makes me shit. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm. So now when I look at that piece of paper, there's only like one or two things that still I can look at and be like, yeah, I'm still shit about these two. But because the rest of them have been ticked off, I don't even see that as me being shit anymore. Mm. Like I just look at it and I'm like, oh my God, look at how much I've accomplished in this year. Despite the fact that I've been bedbound, despite the fact that there's been all these challenges and whatever kind of thing, mm. right? Like I've managed to accomplish a lot of these things that have been making me so anxious and so upset. And of course, on top of that, you know, I think one of the biggest things I've mentioned this before was my cars. They've made a huge difference to my life. Yeah. They've made me kind of be able to focus on things a lot more. And, you know, I'm really happy about that aspect. And may Allah continue going. Everyone say, mashallah, mashallah, that I continue to do my other cars. Please, 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 thank you. So yeah, that's my action plan. I think what I'm going to do is I'm probably going to do for this year is maybe do another one. Maybe rather than saying what makes me so shit, maybe do one of what would make me better. Does mm. that make sense? Rather 100%. than what makes me shit. Adin, uh, you know, alhamdulillah, it's all based on reflection and it's all based on, you know, making that small intentions and actions based on intention that was the first hadith in mm. Bukhari so I feel like you know do something small like small but consistent you know Allah created the world in six days he could yeah. have just said kun yeah. or you kun do you get what I mean um, but he didn't it took him six days so yeah. you know we shouldn't be so harsh on ourselves yeah and I think you save for it more when you have to work for it yeah do you 100%. have any any new year's resolution this year mm. new year's resolution um, so my New Year's resolution is to be a morning person. <gasps> That's mine too. <laughs> no, really? Yeah, I've been no. trying. I've been trying to do it. No, but you know, mashallah, I think you can be a morning person. But I've never in my whole life. I woke up today at 10.30 and I thought that was absolutely amazing. On my day off. I normally get up at 12, 12.30, 1 p.m. Yeah, I'm trying to be a morning person. Yeah. I'm oh. getting better. Like, I'm slowly, like, reducing the time. But I want to get to the point, be one of those people who wakes up for the hajjud and stuff. Yeah. I don't do that. And be happy waking yeah. up at that time. Yeah. So, like, you know, when I have to go for work and I wake up a little bit early, I'm just like, oh, man, I could have slept for five minutes. Yeah. I don't want to be that type of person anymore. I want to be like, yeah, I woke up and it's five minutes early, which means, alhamdulillah, I have more time. I'm just sick and tired of waking up. And my face looking so dehydrated, my lips, you know, feeling so dehydrated, you know, just feeling awful, yeah. you know, and, you know, doing a lot in a day, like I don't, and I'm a night owl, so I do everything at night, but sometimes that's not functional. Maybe, maybe what you need to start doing is stop doing things at night time. So then that way it forces you to have to do it during the day. hundred percent. Yeah. So like for me, for example, I've started, I'm working towards being an, a morning person mm. and I'm still not. Like, it's not natural for me. Like, I have to force myself. I've physically forced myself to get out of bed, 
And especially because of fragile time now, I think it makes it a bit easier to be a morning person. So what I mm. used to do before was, you know, like pray, read your Quran, jump back into bed. Oh, 100%. Right? Put the Whereas now on. I've kind of made made an agreement with myself that I'm not going back to bed. So what I forced myself to do is my morning earth cars at that time. And then by the time I'm done, the sleep is gone. Mashallah. So, but it's just trying to sit there and do it. But no, I'm, I can't. Um, you know what I realised? I'm not going to do it. Like before I was like, okay, I'm going to wake up at, 7.30 but I've never woken up 7.30 ever in my whole life okay so why don't so, we set this as your like, this time, December 2024 you are going to be a new morning person a new morning person natural but, morning but not person. really early I think just to wake up before 10 huh? on my that's day off morning person. that is a morning person that's oh just my a person God. what that is just a person no, no a it isn't person. I've never ever seen 9.30 before if I'm on my day off and at work I would not wake up any time extra because I'm like, well, I'm not getting paid for this, so why am I punishing myself? Yeah. Even, like, if I go to work... I cannot wait for her to have kids. I cannot wait I- for I'm sending to them kids. to Africa. The hard stages. This time, mini-chip. Do you think she'll be sitting here? She'll be on the economy, not even... Versus I economy don't, I back don't think you send her. To, yeah. You are so... You're okay. the most like Watch. overprotective person. What? I can't wait. Okay, guys, I'm overprotective. I'm overprotective. We'll make but, bets. But my sleep comes before anyone. I can't wait to see that. Your sleep is going to be demolished. Then I need to just get married to someone that's a morning person so that they can look after them in the morning. Work? They're not going to just sit there and look after their kid all day when they've got work. No, it's Saturday and Sunday. Okay. Yeah, Saturday and Sunday. You, 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 need to get real, you need to become rich enough so that she, she... Guys, you need to make us rich so she can get a nanny. Oh, yeah. Get a night nurse. Oh, a, night I love nurse. a night nurse. Yeah, what are they called? Doula. Night nurse. Doula no, called... is the one for pregnancy. Oh, night okay. Nurse is the... Yeah, 100%. But you could get that. It's on. Yeah, it's expensive. Though. Yeah, I'm going gonna, gonna, gonna to just. I'm going to say maybe. For now. Why you pension? Do, guys, is I need to stop taking it to nursery and pay for a night nurse instead. And 100%. then what happens to my work days? That's the thing. That's the only problem. But anyway, Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. I hope you all have a fabulous, fabulous. Uh, um, New Year and uh, what's it called? May Allah Just, uh, grant us an amazing 2024, inshallah. Ameen. A year that's regained his closeness. Amin. And may Allah free those who are being oppressed. Amin. Amin. And uh, may we finish this year better than how we started. Amin. All right. Salam alaikum. Salam alaikum.